question, but uh, of course, we're live seven days a week, 365 days a year. This is this is that magical time of year. You can start to see it all coming together. College basketball hasn't started yet, but we've got NFL. We've got Major League Baseball playoffs. We've got NBA. We've got college football and NHL all on the same day. So this it's starting to come together. It is that time of year. We don't have like big schedules in every sport, right? Just a couple college football, just a couple NBA. But you could see the building that all of a sudden is kind of like, it's hard for me to create the titles, you know, for YouTube because it's like, how do I, you know, who am I going to leave out, you know, and how am I going to do it? But um, anyways, we've got a lot going on. So, uh, of course, we're going to cover it. Chris, how's it going today? Uh, you know, new day. Like I said, it's the sports equinox today. We're going to have everything sort of going going at the same time. But uh, premium size, a bit of a speed bump yesterday, but everything can't be sunshine and roses. The NHL did save my butt last night. But, uh, you know, take it, take, taking it easy now on the NBA for the first uh, first couple of games, get a bit of a sample size. You get a feeling the Astros really don't like the Yankees too much. <laughs> hmm. I wonder what gave that away. I think they're just sick of them. It's like, stop your whining, Aaron Judge. It's like, my God. Yeah, I mean, I think so. It was. I know a lot of people were calling in, you know, Aaron Boone into question once again last night after you know Clark Schmidt came in and gave up the home runs and. Oh man, yeah, it was. It's just one of those things. That maybe the you know the Astros maybe have the Yankees number, and you know, I don't know. It's what it is. How about that Pena? He is really good. <laughs> yeah. He is really good. good. The Astros like they just grow. Let's let's grow future Hall of Famers on trees over here. Yeah, I mean, but that was where did he come from? But that was the nice thing about last night is that it wasn't necessarily your, you know, your Jordan Alvarez and your Jose Altuve that got the spotlight. Chaz McCormick hit hit a home run. You know, like you said, Jeremy Pena really stepped up. It was it was, you know, it was just a complete effort top to bottom from the Astros. It just shows you how how deep this team actually is, how good this team actually is. Crazy, right? Just unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And Rod in the NBA um, kind of got you know got underway its first. Kind of not everybody has played yet, but almost everybody. Almost and everybody, pretty close to everybody, but not everybody. The Bucks and the Clippers haven't played yet. They play tonight, but um, we've got um, you know, we kind of saw a bunch of things and kind of a lot of the same things that we saw last season. You know, um, I had the Hawks in that game against uh, the Rockets. They couldn't shake them, and it ended up being a push. You know, ten points, and then push, the, yeah, and, push on that one. Yeah, and then the, the Thunder Buddies. You know, I didn't have the guts to put him in as the premium. I loved him. I gave him out on the drive-thru. I gave him out here. Um, Ruffalo, of course, you know, anti-Thunder buddy us, but that's okay. <laughs> you know, they didn't. we didn't care. You know, we just went on and do what we do. Getting 10 and a half, you know, lazily slide in there for a smooth cover. You know, it's like, I mean, that's yeah, exactly yeah, what it was a no-doubter. Yeah, it's like we don't want to upset the, our draft position just, by winning a game, but yeah. <laughs> we're going to hang around. <laughs> just like the Knicks. When I looked at the Knicks after the first half, they were not looking good either. It was like, oh. And then I came third quarter, I flipped back. I was like, oh, here they come. <laughs> I, I, uh, remind me how much uh, NBA you cannot it, – it, they play four quarters. <laughs> and how many times you see a quarter that gets so lopsided that all of a sudden it's tied? How about that Luka Doncic? Man, he's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty good. <laughs> he's, 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 he's a man possessed. How much he 
Yeah, if he had some some side some guys around him. Oh man, he's ever had a big three. It was they were so close. Um, yeah, if if your right parlays there. are losing by one or two picks, then you got to round robin these things. You know, that's your answer. You know. Yeah, that's definitely the answer. If you're losing by one. I think awesome. I can start a novel on the how many times he lost by one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, but plenty of action going on today. We're going to get right into it. We're running a little bit late today, so um, let's let's get to it. We've got the NFL in action. Um, it is going to be the New Orleans Saints against the Arizona Cardinals. The Saints, Andy Dalton, still quarterbacking this team, the Red Rifle. Um, I don't know, Chris. I think his his best days. I don't even TC. We're at TCU when he was playing with Lease, right? Um, I guess those were his. <laughs> it's like, it's like I have refused to throw the ball to Lease. You know, even in practice. <laughs> <laughs> I just realized what that meant. Uh, I'm. <laughs> Who? Walk on? No, walk off the field. I don't want to see. You. Exactly. <laughs> walk on? Walk off. <laughs> it's like Dalton's uh, there. Like, I'm not. I, this is not what I signed up for. <laughs> coach, and, coach, like here, coach, like here, throw the ball least on the sideline. Who? DeAndre Hopkins back in action tonight for the Cardinals, and I think Kyler Murray has missed this guy. Kyler Murray, despite you know the problem of the Cardinals this year, still throwing. The prop is at two forty and a half for passing yards for Kyler Murray. Just seems about right. Um, you know, Ertz probably some good distribution tonight with Hopkins. You know, giving Murray another guy like that that can make the catches um, is only going to help him. Uh, what do you think of this game tonight? Yeah, I think, you know, the addition of Hopkins is going to be big for, for Arizona long-term, but I think it's still going to take him a little bit of time to to get back in line, get fully gelled. I do expect him to have a decent game, don't get me wrong, but I think, you know, the Saints, you know, they moved the ball fairly well against the Bengals last week. They moved the ball really well against the, uh, the Seattle Seahawks, something that the Arizona Cardinals could not do last week, only putting up nine points against a uh, relatively poor Seattle defense, and I just think that, you know, the, the Saints, they can move the ball on the ground really well, and that's going to take some of the pressure off of Andy Dalton. Dalton hasn't been good in primetime in his career, especially, you know, out west. But uh, I don't know. I think the Saints move the ball on the ground here. I think Kyler Murray has a bit of a rough time on primetime. I'm going to take the points with the Saints. I, I wouldn't be surprised if the Saints win this game outright. Uh, what, had, did, so, Rod, was there a call to customer service involved here, or was it just straight battling Technology. Straight battling technology. You got to go to the auxiliary camera on these things. I mean, this is TikTok worthy <laughs> material, you know? This is this, oh, this, this is, the, this is the stuff. Right Look at this. <laughs> this. This is where you need Big Brother picked off. We should like. we should have we should have um we should have Rod with tech problems or, like, blocked off on a road where he's got to do a detour. We should have that and me oh, when, the, when the sports handicapping services call me, to the boiler rooms call me to pitch me. 
We should have those. Like a video. One called me the other night. My wife was so mad because she didn't even know what was happening. You know, I'm like talking to this idiot on the phone, you know, basically, you know, putting them in their place about, you know, where their life is that they, you know, stuck calling me, you know, on a, on a Monday. Um, I had to sleep on the couch that night. So, um, <laughs> yeah, it's one of those. One of those, nice. Yeah. I wasn't yelling at you. <laughs> I wasn't even yelling. I was. It was just you know. It was just basically you know. It was the way I handled it. It, it wasn't what I said. It was my attitude. <laughs> My tone. It was. It wasn't what you said. It was how you said it. <laughs> yeah, something like that. <laughs> Dare I ask if Rod's got tech and you've got these sports betting handicapper phone line things? What do I have? Well, I, I don't think, even want to know. <laughs> I think. I think. I think we should have you. We should get you on the Weight Watchers points and see you battle it out on a daily basis. I think. I think I'd enjoy this seeing that. It's like v, v, VP of Halloween candy. The last time we had Ruffalo on the Weight Watchers points, he thought his weekly total was his daily total. He was like, "This isn't that hard." No, 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 no. I thought I was going for the scoring title, putting up thirty-two points a game, and it was. <laughs> He's like, wow, man, this is really easy. He's like, oh, that's my weekly. Wait a minute. I'm not, I'm supposed to have points left over? (laughs) (laughs) But I used them all. (laughs) And more. I was going, I was going going for the Chamberlain record here. What are you talking? (laughs) Anyways, Rod, what do you think of this game? Arizona and the Saints. When you look at this game, uh, I, I cannot put my money on Andy Dalton at all. Ever, 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 ever. <laughs> no, I can't do it. He's uh, and and you look, Murray Murray's going to get a couple weapons. Then you get Hawkins back. They also uh, went and picked up Robbie Anderson uh, as another uh, weapon for Murray to throw to. So uh, adding a couple weapons there for Murray, I, I like the uh, Cardinals here. They have no wins at home on the season, but uh, I think they get their first home win here. Uh, I guess the Saints. I just don't trust the Saints and Andy Dalton to uh, be able to move the ball and put up points. He's scary. Take Andy Dalton to throw an interception. He's good for one of those two. His wounded, wobbly duck coming in there. I can see a pick for sure. Uh, Got to get Robbie Anderson. Let's say they do get Robbie Anderson. It's also a short week to to get Anderson implemented in the offense because they only got him what Monday. I think they got him. Yeah, early in the beginning of the week. Yeah, Monday, Tuesday. Ah, they'll get him in there. He'll be ready to go. He's a veteran, ready to go. You know, the Saints, um, you know, the odd thing is, is like they're like sold on like Jameis Winston, who's like a cast off, and then they have Andy Dalton as a cast off. And, you know, Taysom Hill has been the most effective, you know, thing that they have um, on the team. And it's like, are they in the running here for one of these quarterbacks that should be coming out this year? You know, you got two his little brother, right? You got Stroud, you got Bryce Young. You've got, you know, a bunch. There's a lot of good quarterbacks out there, right? There's a bunch. Um, it's going to be a deep, deep uh, quarterback draft. It is going to be a deep season. quarterback draft. Could see Stets, see Stetson Bennett and JT Daniels maybe going up. My my wife just popped her head and she's like, 
Did you just say Rod had tech problems? <laughs> no, she didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, oh. <laughs> she tiptoes tipped out. She tiptoes out. It's like, whoa, I don't, don't wake the baby. You know, it's like. <laughs> and it's when they do that that they get their foot caught on a wire and everything gets pulled up. <laughs> I do it on the golf course when I'm like talking to someone. And it's like, you know, I don't realize, like, that they're putting or whatever, you know? And then they give me the look, and they do the, oh, I don't, don't. Oh, Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I could, like, people could be talking or whatever. I, I have no problem playing right through it, you know? But some people, it's like, oh, my gosh. Some people got to be hot, quiet. Yeah. And you're like, What? Come on, it's gonna be like Happy Gilmore. Come on, hit that drive! <laughs> Cheering them on. Come on, hit that. Some people get all, they get all flustered. It's like, what the? <laughs> My buddy did that. He makes some noise. He hit the ball right off the, the ladies' tee post thing. Came back right at us. Oh, man. Not good. Oh, that happened to me at, um, at that happened to me like one of those big posts in the middle of the fairway with like, uh, you know, where they put the ropes across because there's like ground under a pair. I hit a low <laughs> liner and it hit that thing. I came flying right back at me. Yeah. Whoa. I like stepped on a four wow, iron. Like I, I like hooded a four iron, you know, to try and like get extra distance. And it's like, it, it, it hit it square in the center. It came flying back at me. <laughs> I was pissed. <laughs> I, was mad. I was so mad. I'm like, the thing was lying over my oh, shoulder. Because you can't stop it, you know? You're not allowed to grab the ball and stop it. Like, <laughs> yeah, I think, um, you know, I, I think the Cardinals, getting just having Hopkins back is just another target there for him. And I just think that it kind of, um, it gives, it should, it should leave somebody else open. And, Kyler Murray's arm is never a problem, nor is his athletic ability. You know, it's uh, he has he has other limitations, but you know, as all quarterbacks do. But uh, yeah, I think we're all on the same on the same page with this one. We go to our next game. Let's do the baseball game next. This one probably the easiest. We got the Astros taking on the Yankees. Chris and I touched on it a little bit at the beginning. It's Jeremy Pena, this uh, Astros team. I I, I don't know, man. I. Do the Yankees have a prayer of even getting a whiff in any of these games against this team? Chris? I don't think with Luis Severino on the mound, I think uh, I think Framber Valdez, you know, he, he was he was less effective at home this season, but still effective nonetheless. Seven and four, three point five four ERA at home in the regular season. And he was wasn't bad in the uh, in the divisional round either. Well, he had one star. We gave up two runs over five and two thirds. But other than that, he hasn't been giving up very much. The uh, the uh, I think the Astros just a better team here. And like you said, I don't know if the Yankees are going to have much of a shot in this series. The Astros just seem to have their number. So leading towards the uh, the Astros, leading the reasonable price here. So Framber Valdez pitching. So they said the Castillo's dreads were natural, and Framber's are hair extensions. We took a lot of grief about this from his teammates, about the extensions, but he had the big season, so he's decided to leave the extensions in. Extensions or no extensions? I like him without the extensions. Because I, I remember last year when they took the sticky stuff away, he's all lathered up, you know. He's, you know but 
He went for the hair extensions. Um, he had a good season with the extensions. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm kind of. I, I think you got to dance with what brought you, which is the extensions at this point. But if he comes out next year without the extensions, I'm good. Right? <laughs> what do you think? It's. it's well, I mean, it's like the playoff beard. You keep it. You keep it until you lose. <laughs> it's, yeah. uh, but I think now, but I, hey, like you said, you you don't just change up what uh, what you're doing just because somebody calls you out on it so it's like i don't know yeah i'm with you stick stick with what brought you to the dance and if it's if it means you keep your dreads and so be it how about I you be, or you'd be like burns that he kept his beard for like five years trying to win a cup i think <laughs> but most hockey players they ditch it start of the season it's like all hockey players are clean shaven it's like what the <laughs> it looks hilarious how about like ray bork like he spent all those years in boston not needing to ever grow a playoff beard and then all of a sudden he goes to the alley like, who is <laughs> this guy right yeah who is this guy because someone like you put a beard on you're like you, you wouldn't even recognize him as they walked right past you you'd be like really that was gretzky <laughs> uh, in, in this one uh, I, I think both pitchers have a good start I, I like the under just like we've seen last night uh, I think most of the scoring is going to come by uh, via the home run and uh, I think it, it, that's just the way it's going to go so I, I, I like the under here I, I think we uh, both pitchers get a good start and uh, good old playoff baseball where you look uh, the Yankees uh the under in, in their last championships game. They're looking at 5 1 in the under versus a right handed starter. Um, 5 1 and 1 in the last seven uh, playoff home games are the Astros. I, I, I like the under here. Uh, Yankees 7 1 in the under their last eight. Definitely uh, playoff baseball. I, I like the under seven here in this one. Finished pretty close around the same 4 2, 3 2, somewhere in that area. I like the under. Yeah, I like the under as well in this one. You know, the Astros and Yankees yesterday gave out the under um, in in this one. And, you know, it just seems like an over, but it's like most of the time these teams play, it comes in under. And I think it's going to be that type of game again. Even though, you know, we saw the, we, we, when the Astros, when the Yankees scored in the first inning yesterday, or, you know, right out of the gate against Verlander, I was like, man, this game might go over. But uh, then, you know, it kind of just came back down to it. The weird thing about the Astros is they've been a great under team this season. And the reason why they've been a great under team is not because they haven't gotten hits. They leave a ton of guys on base. They do not even convert on like, you know, 50% of their scoring chances, you know, but they still are so good that they still continue to win. But it's like, they leave more guys on base than anybody, you know? It just seems that they always... They'll, they'll score one or two runs, and they'll still have got, you know, two guys on that got left on base, right? It just seems all season long it's been like this. Other than that, I like watching Anthony Rizzo lose. It's one of my favorite things in life. Simple pleasures. Yeah, it is the simple pleasure. I've met Harrison Bader, too. He's, he's annoying. He's the new annoying Yankee. It's like he's just happy to be there. He's just always wanted to be a Yankee, right? He's like a kid in a candy store. He's losing. He's going to cry. He might cry. Is there anything else you'd like to see out of the series? I'd like to see Harrison Bader taking the tears here. Um, kind, of looking, <laughs> kind of looking forward to it. I think uh, it'd be funny if Altuve pulled out like a, uh, a tissue box from under his jersey. I, had a t- I, was ta- I had it taped to me. <laughs> this tissue, this box of tissues to give you guys. 
Just hit a walk-off home run off of like Garrett Cole or something, and just flip him off as you're running around the bases. <laughs> Unbelievable, right? It's like, yeah, I'm with you guys on the under here. But let's go to NBA. We got the uh, Bucks at the 76ers, and the Clippers are the road team here against the Lakers. Chris, what do you think? And the the one I like the more out of the two in this one, I do like the uh, the Clippers laying the points against the Lakers. Yeah, you, you look head to head, you know, th- you can kind of throw those trends out where like the road team in this series, blah blah blah. But the fact of the matter is, is that when the Clippers are favored against the Lakers, they it's usually for a good reason. They usually beat up on the Lakers. I mean, last year I think they were laying four points in uh, in like the final regular season meeting and ended up winning that game huge. And Something that we're not really going to have seen from the Clippers before, you know, a healthy Kawhi Leonard, you know, a seemingly healthy Paul George. And I think this, uh, I just think this Clippers team is the better team. I think I had high hopes for Lakers going into the season opener, but uh, yeah, those hopes are gone. <laughs> I'm back to being on the Clippers here. I like the Clippers a lot in this one. How about Jay's jam session, man? It's picking up steam. It is picking up, picking steam. up steam. I like it. Yeah. I like it. I'll go down as I'm a fan. I smashed the like button. Definitely. I think I I, I think he's on to something. I think I, it's kind of like when Ron started the rundown. It didn't just you know shoot you know, to the stars right off the right out of the gate. It took a while for people to, to realize it was there. But um, what do you think, Rod? This one, these games. In these games. <clears throat> Uh, I, I like the Bucks here. I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Bucks here plus the four and a half against the, the Sixers. They they didn't look so good in, in that first game, and um, these are always close tight games. Both games last year was a three point game, two point game. Um, it always comes down a lot to the wire. So uh, I want those points in my pocket here. So uh, take the take the Bucks plus the points. I think this comes down to uh, who has the ball last, as it always do. These are always a battle game. So I'll take the Bucks and the points. Yeah, I think I'm with you on the on the Bucks um, against against the uh, against the Sixers. The Sixers, I was pretty disappointed in the way that things turned out there against the Celtics, and uh, I just think that uh, probably the writings on the wall. This might be a tough year, but we know the Sixers have been so good at home. They've been so good at home over the years. So this is a big game, you know. But the Bucks have not been a great road team. Road fields either. That tough one. I think that clip the Clippers and Lakers. I always think that you know. I think the Lakers have beaten on the Clippers for so many years that when the Clippers get the chance to return the favor, they just really seem to do it. And, you know, Paul George. Um, I don't know. He's. I mean, he's he's on like that second tier of the underrated, right? I include him in my prop video tonight, you know, because for today, but because you know, I I like to include you know the the bigger stars, and I think Paul George is one of those guys. You know, I think he's like, you put him and Bradley Beal on the same team. You got two guys that kind of flown under the, you know, I mean, certainly all-stars, but more like a second tier all-star, even though they have the numbers, you know, to say that they, they really aren't second tier, you know? Yeah. It's like you could put a whole team of these guys together that, you know, they're not LeBron and, and Giannis and, and Embiid and Tatum. You know, they're not like Jimmy Buckets. They're not, Jimmy Buckets was in that group. Right, and he pl- has always played with the chip on his shoulder because he's in that group. You know, 
And I think Paul George is the same way. And he makes everybody better. He makes everybody better, man. We hit that Luca prop yesterday on Prop Pity. I love that one the best. I love that one the best, man. That guy is just the ball just hits him in the in the leg, you know, every single time. It bounces off the rim, it hits him. I'm excited to see Paul George back on the court here for the Clips. We've got two college football matchups tonight, and uh, I'd say neither of them are, are. I'd say I think the one with the lesser named teams is actually the better teams: South Alabama against Troy, and then Georgia Tech against Virginia. Chris, what do you think of these? Yeah, I'm with you. I think the better matchup is in that in that uh, that Sun Belt game between Troy and South Alabama, and I like Troy plus the points. You know, South Alabama off to their best start in program history, and they're a, a single point away against an un, unbeaten UCLA team from being 6-0. and But, you know, you look at who they've played at home. Hasn't necessarily been the uh, the toughest of opposition. I mean, you know, wins over ULM, Louisiana Tech, and Nichols State. Meanwhile, you know, you look at what Troy's done on the road. They, go, they went on the road, covered against Ole Miss to start the year. They lost to App State on a Hail Mary as double-digit underdogs, almost had the outright win there, and then beat Western Kentucky in West, at Western Kentucky. So I think both teams were looking ahead to this one. That's why they didn't cover last week. But I think that the value is with Troy plus three and a half here. Rod? Can't hear you. Can't hear you. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Always me. I was calm. Oh, okay, there oh, we go. Oh. <laughs> we thought we were going to get a glimpse of uh, the promised land. <laughs> the best of Zawacki. Oh, it's not that again, is it? Quick, get the screen recording. It is, it is my birthday. Yeah. <laughs> it is my birthday. <laughs> I thought for sure. I was like, oh, man, not this again. One of these mornings. I celebrate my birthday for, for the month of October. And then first week of November. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> Isn't that what you're supposed to do? It's like the birthday month. But I, I like the under in this one. I think both defenses uh, come and play. Been solid all year, uh, both defenses. Troy holding teams to 19.3 points a game. Uh, USA holding teams to 21.3 points a game. And uh, I think we got a defensive battle on our hands in this one. Troy, 6-1. and one. In their last seven games, I'll grasp the under. Four and one in their last five conference games to the under. And now uh, you look at the Jags. Six and one in their last seven versus teams with winning records. Last eight meetings, five and two to the under. I like the under in this one. Take the under. Low scoring. I like, so- I like South Alabama against Troy. They've been good all season. Troy has been good, too. This is going to be a pretty good game. And this is the worst Virginia team I've seen under Bronco Mendenhall. They stink. Um Georgia Tech is coming on a little bit recently, playing some decent football. They, I think what we saw, you know, by them winning again last week was that, or by last time out against Duke, um, was that the Pitt win wasn't a fluke, you know. That, wasn't a fluke, yeah. yeah. You know, they had played some pretty tough, um, they had some pretty tough uh, games, you know, on that schedule. It's not like, it's, losing to Clemson is, is not, you know, the worst thing that's ever happened. No. So, I think they're a better team. I think, you know, 
I think the Sharps might be on Virginia, and I think they're going to get um, pantsed. Right. <laughs> 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 but what if I'm not worried? Yeah. Bronco Mendenhall is a better, better coach than this, you know. Virginia two and four, one and five against the number. Georgia Tech three and three, and three and three against the number. I mean, Georgia Tech. If you saw that first game against Clemson, they got absolutely destroyed in that game, you know. And then, um, you know, the loss against UCF. They looked like a minor league team, and then the whole Miss game, forty-two nothing. You know, you can't do worse than the donut. And, you know, you look at Virginia, though, it's like the loss at Syracuse was as close as they got, and the game really wasn't that close. And the loss, I mean, they got smoked by Duke, and then it got worse against Louisville, and I don't think Cunningham even played in that game, right? The loss at Illinois was about as pathetic as an outing um, as you'll ever see. That um, That was a fumble fest. They fumbled, I believe, into the end zone of all places. Was that game like twenty four to three or something like that? Yeah, it was an ass kicking. Yeah, yeah. Malik Cunningham did not play in that Virginia um, Louisville game, and they still got their ass handed to them. I don't know. We go to uh, our last segment, I guess, NHL. I guess there's a bunch of games, but there was none. Yeah, 12 game card. Oh. Just a cool dozen. Just a baker's dozen. Well, not a baker's dozen, just a straight dozen. A non-baker's dozen. Bruins, <laughs> no, against, Bruins against the Ducks. Got the Canadians against the Coyotes. The Maple Laughs against the Star. And the triangles against the Kings. Chris, what do you think? <laughs> you know, we're, we're known for changing teenagers. We had the we had the yard goats back when we had COVID baseball. Now we got the triangles of the of a uh, of Pittsburgh. But I don't well, know, I like sent, the we'll accentuate the triangle from one of the better logos out there. <laughs> yes, this is true. This is true. This is true. Um, I'm gonna take the uh, I'm gonna take the Bruins on the puck line. The uh, the Anaheim Ducks just show me nothing on the road. Already 0-3 to start the year on the road. They've been just getting their butts whooped left and right. Boston's preached solid defense, and it's what they've been, they've been executing. You know, no Brad Marchand, no Charlie McAvoy, no problem for the Bruins. I think they, they keep it going against the Ducks here. And uh, I like the over 6.5 between the uh, the Kings and the Triangles. I like the, uh, the Kings on the road, three road games, 16 goals so far, and, you know, the Pittsburgh Penguins, they had a clunker against the Canadians last time up, but scored six goals in each of their first two home games. I think this one's at least a four to three game, so I like the over. Right. Yeah, and these, these four here, I like, uh, I agree, I like Boston here. Uh, the Ducks on the road have been awful, 0-3 on the year. Then you look at the Ducks. Ducks against the good teams have not been good. 11-53 in their last 64 versus teams with winning records. And, uh, Boston at home, 42 and 18 in their last uh, 60 home games. They come up to play here. They uh, bounce back from their loss to Ottawa. 
Uh, perfect at home here are these Bruins 2-0. I think they make it 3-0 here. So take Boston on the puck line. I think they beat up on the uh, sad, sad Ducks. Uh, and I'm going to take a shot here with the Coyotes. Just like I said in the video, uh, Coyotes, uh, Coyotes have fared well against the Atlantic Division. I think they can string a couple of win wins together. I don't want to lay that kind of price with Montreal. They're not that good. Uh, I think the Coyotes got a great shot to upset there. And the other one I like, I like the Stars here uh, against the Leafs, uh, the Maple Laughs. So uh, you look, look at Dallas. Uh, they've been scoring the puck 3-0 on the season, 1-0 on the road here. And... Uh, Playing like Dallas, that team is fast. They're young and uh, hungry. Six and six and one off of two days rest. Are these Dallas Stars? I'm gonna go with Dallas on that one. Yeah, that that one looks like a gift um, on paper. You know, um, I don't know too much about hockey, but I do know Maple Leafs are a good bet, good fade um, whenever you can. Zero and four on the puck line. Zero and three on the puck line at home. Uh, no one's beaten Dallas yet this season. Um, it'd be it, no, it's it's you'd be hard pressed to convince me that a spineless, gutless outfit like Leafs can are going to be to to, to, to start that trend. Um, the Bruins, I think it's nine and eight in a row on the puck line at home. They've covered Something nine like wins in a row at home, eight in a row on the puck line at home. Yeah, who stepped on a duck? Go to our next set of games here. We've got the. Blue Jackets versus the worst name in sports. We've got the Rangers versus the Sharks. The Ottawa Senators versus the Capitals and the Islanders and the Devils. Chris? Yeah, I'm going to take the, uh, the Rangers on the puck line here. There's just no backing. The San Jose Sharks for me. I, I did 0-5 so far to start the year. And uh, they really haven't looked all that good. They had their chance. They got up early against the Islanders and still fell flat on their face in that game. And now they have to deal with the better New York team. i got to take the Rangers in this one. And uh, I can also take the Islanders. The Devils have had no luck on Long Island. You know, I think 5-16. and 16. Last 21 meetings um, at the Islanders. 9-27 and 27 the last 36 meetings overall. i got to take the Devils in that one. Right. I like the over in uh, Washington and Ottawa. I think uh, both offenses can uh, light the lamp and uh, get us over that six and a half um, in that one. Definitely going to see some uh, goals. We've seen uh, Ottawa and Boston made it to like nine goals. and uh, So Ottawa scored six last time at home. So I, I think they can do it again and get a bunch of goals in that one. Uh, I like the over there. And I like the under in the uh, Rangers and Sharks. I don't see that being a high-scoring shooter. I think it's a little bit lower. I think uh, it might be a little lopsided lower, like uh, 4 nothing, 4-1, somewhere in there. Enough to get us under the total, 6.5, uh, I think. Uh, Sharks keep it a little bit closer than people think, but uh, not that close. It's just because their offense is awful. 0-5, and, five, and uh, definitely not been light in the lab. I like the under 6.5 in that one. And I agree, I like the Islanders here, too. Take the Islanders uh, over the Devils. The Devils definitely have not uh, fared so well uh, in New York. 5-16, and 16, their last 21 trips into New York. So, uh, we'll take the Islanders. I like the, uh, the worst name in sports here against the Blue Jackets. I think the Blue Jackets just seem to be a good fade, you know, just in general. I don't know. I really don't know anything about hockey at all, but it just seems like a good idea. 
sometimes you just get an idea and just a hunch and, and you just go for it. You know, some sometimes it works out. Sometimes you end up uh, needing to call your friends to bail you out of jail. But you know, I think in this case we're probably safe. Um, I don't I don't love the way the Capitals are playing or the Senators. So this one could be the real garbage fest. In hockey, does the garbage fest tend to be an offensive show without any defense, guys, or is it more a just defensive where no one could throw a puck anywhere near the near the near the net? Which which way do these generally go? Because this is going to go whichever way that those generally goes. That's how this this looks like a terrible game. You're muted. I am sorry. Thank you. No, no, no me, me. Chris sorry. was. Um, I think. <laughs> I think for me, you know, it could go either way just based on how, you know, those teams are playing. Like if you have two teams, that, you know, like Arizona who couldn't find the back of the net, they, if their lives depended on it last year and a Ducks team that can't score on the road, well, sometimes it leads to, uh, you know, an under. But then you have teams like Washington and Ottawa who can who can find the back of the net, have shaky goaltending and, uh, you know, could lean to it, you know, a game that sees 12 goals. So, I don't know, for me, I could easily see it both ways. Thanks, Chris. It could go over, yet it could well, go under. Could go stay under. under. No, I'm saying, <laughs> again, I'm saying it, you have to take the teams that are playing into consideration and how they play. I believe we have a scholar on our hands. I like the I like the over in the in slot fests because usually. <laughs> Usually, yeah. there's no defense. Yeah, usually play, bad right? teams. And then, the, bad. and then the offense, they're giving yeah. the puck away, and they're giving them way too many scoring chances. And it's just, and the puck usually ends up in the back of the net when you give it away, and some guy goes taking off on a breakaway. <laughs> usually bad teams so, have bad defense. Usually, yeah. And they turn it over a lot. They go to make a pass, and they pass it right through the center, and the guy takes it, steals it. It's like, there's. Yeah. <laughs> Mother puckers. Right, <laughs> Got the smudges against the Canucks. Got the Oilers against the Hurricane. The Flames against the Sabres. And Vegas against the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. I got to say, um, if there was ever a dog slot, um, these three big dogs here, I think they have a chance. They hit two out of three on the dogs here, man. Cash big, right? So, Canucks, Sabres, Jets. These are all legitimate teams. I mean, the Smudges have done nothing. So, you know, the Canucks. Why not? And then you got, you know, I mean, the Sabres are two and one. This is this could be the value Atlanta Falcons of the NHL this season, you know, at least for the first few games, and then um, you know the JTS Jets 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 two and one Vegas three and one, but they're not going to win them all. They're going to be tough as hell at home. We know that, but you know um, they're not going to win them all. I mean, this looks like a logical spot to at least take a shot on them. Maybe puck line. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I mean. I mean, it is when when the Winnipeg Jets have won the last five meetings with the Golden Knights, so it's definitely a a viable option. The, I'd say the least viable of those three is Vancouver. I mean, if you get if you get Vancouver up two nothing, I would look to live bet Minnesota choke away a multi goal lead. Oh, and three, the smudges are zero and three, Chris. 
I know they are, but but Vancouver, the first team in NHL history to lose four straight games after holding a multi-goal lead in each game. So I'm saying I would live bet the hell out of the Minnesota Wild if, if Vancouver goes up by two goals. But uh, <laughs> I, I, I think the best option there is the Buffalo Sabres. You take a money line plus one and a half. Road team seven and one in the last eight meetings. And Buffalo usually has these starts to the year, the first month, month and a half, where they look like a team that could, you know, shock the world in the Atlantic Division. And then December hits and they lose 10 of their next 11. So I think you ride the hot hand while it can. You know, Calgary's been shaky defensively, been shaky in goal. And, Don Granado has the Sabres playing fast-paced hockey, and they've been paying off. So, yeah, I like the Sabres here. Plus, plus one and a half, money line, whatever you want to do. Both. There you go. In, in, in these four, I, I like uh, – uh, in the video, I took the over in uh, the Canucks and uh, Minnesota just because Minnesota's defense has been awful. They went up seven goals, seven goals, six goals. So, I like the over in that one. And, yeah, the Canucks have lost. Four straight in a row after uh, getting big leads in those games, at least two goal leads, and then they just completely collapse. So, but, the, but look at the price there. It's like, how can you not take a shot with the Canucks um, in that one? And then I like Buffalo. We know how much I love Calgary. So, <laughs> come on, Buffalo! <laughs> in that one. And, uh, and in the video, I think I took the under in uh, the Jets in Vegas because uh, I think both teams hard hitting, low scoring. Uh, I like the under, but uh, that's a pretty good price. Just got a win against the Avs last night, so uh, can they come back and uh, and snag a win? Sure. Uh, I think the Jets can snag a win in Vegas. I like the under a little better, but uh, definitely the Jets not a bad bet. And uh, the other one I like, I just like we said in the video, I like Carolina here. Um, they played well against the Oilers, and the Oilers have looked scary, uh, not good, and not in a good way. Um, they turn the puck over. They they come out in the first period and they get down early, and then they try to come back. And we, we got Campbell starting in this one. Yikes! He has not been good to start the, his first two starts. He's uh, put them behind the eight ball early, uh, no problem. So uh, got to go with the Carolina Hurricanes here. Yeah, the reason I call the reason we call him the Smudge is the logo. You know, if someone doesn't explain to you that it's a bear's head, which I had no idea it was that until we actually Googled and found out exactly what it was supposed to be. Um, it just looked like a smudge, like almost like a tornado of ketchup, mustard, and relish. Um, yeah. But together, it, was, so it, was a, it, was a, it was a hot dog stain. Yeah, so basically that's what it was. It's like, it's kind of like when you're sitting, on the, sitting, laying on your back, looking at the clouds. Ooh, that looks like a Dotson. You know, it's kind of like, you know, it's kind of like that. It's like someone dropped ketchup, mustard, and relish on the ground. It's like, oh, that kind of looks sort of like a bear head. You know, it's like, let's make that our logo. It's just a big smudge. Yeah. So that's that's how he came up with the name Smudge, isn't it? It's stuck. Imagine that on this it's show. That, that, that something like that would stick for forever. You know? Matter of fact, we got other people calling him the Smudges, you know, now. You know, and yeah. We went through all the logos for the NHL. Trying to figure out which ones made sense, which ones, you know, had to go. <laughs> which ones were better before. Like, we like the old Ducks logo better than the new Ducks logo. This is yeah. a, this is, it's a D in the shape of a duck Ducks paw. Foot. Right, or what is it called? Right. A, a foot. Foot, duck foot. A foot. <laughs> Yuck, you know, duck. It reminds, reminds me of like one of those Chinese grocery stores, you know? You go in there, it's yeah, like duck. you see like this whole big thing of like these chicken feet. D- duck feet. Chicken feet. Yeah. 
<laughs> Nothing cool about good. that, you know. They're good. Uh, I, chicken feet are good. No, no, no. Didn't the LA Kings used to have a better logo than this too? Didn't they used to have they like a, the, like the old Dominion the, logo sort of? Or, well, they used to have the, well, they used to have like the James Madison crown. Yeah, James Madison. Yeah. They had yeah. The, they used to have the crown, and then they also had they used to have that one LA Kings logo where it was like like the shield that had Kings written across it, but it was kind of slanted. That was a good one. I, I like the purple and yellow when they were in the purple. Ooh, yeah. It was it, 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 it was gaudy and awful. It was just like the Hartford Whalers, and they're green. See, it, it's. Yeah. I'm on the fence with the Ottawa things. logo still. You know, I've been on the fence for two years with it. Um, you know, is it just a bad nickname or is it just a bad logo? It's one. You know, it's it, not, nothing good here. You know, nothing. Good. Some of the logos there are really good, but that's not one of them. This is weird. Well, there's like there are some of those pointing out that apparently you can see the S and the J in the fin of the San Jose Sharks logo. I don't know. I don't see it. Really? In the in the what? And like if you look at the fins of the uh the, like the San Jose Sharks logo, you can kind of see an S and a J. What are you talking about? I, I didn't say I saw I said I saw it on social media. There was someone that was pointing out like it was almost like uh, hidden things in the NHL logo. You know how you respond to that, Chris, when someone says that? <laughs> You're foolish and lack vision. No. <laughs> Are you on acid? Because I, I don't see no. it. I don't see I, that. I don't see it. How many mushrooms do I have to eat to see that? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> peyote optional. <laughs> it's a peyote optional logo. It is in San Jose. Outside of is that a peace pipe? <laughs> like, is it the hockey stick that is the SJ in the mouth? No. Okay. I don't know. I get more of a, it looks like a Anaheim Ducks foot on the back of the shark there than the, than the SJ. It does. It looks like a, the web. Where is it? The, it's kind of like one of those pictures that you so, gotta stare at it. It's like, <laughs> it's like one of those three D pictures. So, where so is it? <laughs> the way he described like this, it was that, like moving the face. The way he described it was that the middle fin and the bottom fin are supposed to be like a like a jagged S, like not like a like a curvy one. Like it's like a like, and then the yeah, the top fin going to the middle fin is supposed to be the J. I don't know. What? What? I'll find it. For, I'll find it and show you after we get off the air. That's so stupid. It does not look like that. That this guy's—they're reaching. I mean, they're reaching. <laughs> they're reaching, man. It's like I really don't understand it. It's like how about the Islanders? They had the, that cool picture of Long Island in the logo. It's like how about if we put a picture of Long Island in the logo? It's like. What? <laughs> yeah, people are gonna recognize that real quick. It's like, <laughs> it's like no, oh island like Hawaii, not that island. <laughs> it's like it's like when I was a kid, I thought Ohio was in Hawaii. You know, it's like the same letters. It's like I don't know. Got <laughs> we we're, we're, this is we're going down that road. Going even said, the road. Uh -oh. even said it might be a stretch, but oh, it's a stretch. It's a big stretch. <laughs> what do you got for your parlay today, Chris? <laughs> Not the San Jose Sharks. I'll tell you that much. Uh, I'm going to go with the. 
I'm going to go with the over between the Penguins and the Kings. I'll go with the over between the Capitals and the Senators. And I will take the Troy Trojans plus the points. Trojan man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't, don't, charge, don't charge at that point. <laughs> You might. Depends. <laughs> Running in with a shield. Rod, how about you? <laughs> and I like uh, my parlay. We're going to take uh, the Bucks plus the points. We're going to take the Canucks on the money line. And we're going to lay the points with the Cardinals. A uh, little mixed sport birdcage. And head on over to Pick Dogs Premium. I got a nice uh, $15 bookie buster. Four and one the last five. Also, I got my uh, 10 star. NBA executive info play, my 10-star college football mega money blast. And uh, you get all three of those singly, which whatever sport you like, or you can get them all in uh, my thump, the bookie triple, going for our fourth straight winning day on fire. Jump aboard. Use that promo code 15 off. Save 15% off all your purchases over at Big Dogs Premium. Sorry, I, I did skip the whore yourself out to sell some picks. <laughs> I know segment. I <laughs> <laughs> Chris, go ahead and whore yourself out and sell some picks. <laughs> never been, never been an issue for me, but <laughs> I got my. Uh, <laughs> I some, <laughs> of course, this is the part of the show we set aside for shameless self promotion. <laughs> Shameless self-promotion and pouring out deep degradation. But uh, I, I, I got my, uh, I almost gave another parlay, I got my $15 <laughs> NFL whale bet for tonight. I'd love to play for tonight's action. I also got, uh, got uh, my NHL power play. also have a, uh, an NHL three-pack on the board as well. But uh, this is the time to hop on long-term. Rod said it best. You know, you, you hop on long-term today, three-day. We'll get you all the way to NFL Sunday, you know, a week, a month. A month gets you into college basketball now as well as well, everything else that's going on in a uh, year. These guys Full have been killing for, it. These guys have been killing yeah. it. No doubt about Full it. I've, I've, as bucks. bad as I've been, you know, these guys have really been good. But my $15 play, I'm, I've hit four in a row now. Looking to make it five in a row tonight course use that 15% off 15 off you'll get 15% off any purchases monthly yearly weekly daily two for one cap or whatever um my parlay I'm taking the J-E-T-S Jets 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 plus 170 against Vegas I'll take the Milwaukee Bucks on the money line against the Sixers getting plus 140 nice uh, money line there Hurricanes over the Oilers and the under in the Saints Cardinals game 10 bucks pays 246. 24 to 1 on your money. Nice. Anyways, thanks everyone for joining us. Tomorrow, be sure to tune in for Degenerate Friday, where, well, pretty much throw caution to the wind. Um, bankroll management nice. discussion will not happen. Thanks everyone. Make it a winning day. College uh, and college football tomorrow. Not today. Oh, the college football, college football show will football. be tomorrow. Romanelli has a test. I told him, I, I told this kid drop out of school, you know, I mean, I, I, it's like, it's like, do you have any advice for me? I think number one, the whole college thing, I think dropping out in your final semester is a perfect thing for you. It's, like, <laughs> it's, 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 it's the mic drop to your four years at college. It's like he's got two classes left to graduate like a year and a half early. This is a good time to drop out.
<laughs> flips, the, flips the desk over. <laughs> yeah, we won't be talking. We won't be discussing bankroll management or uh, betting systems or anything tomorrow. We're just going to be throwing caution to the wind and just betting recklessly on Degenerate Friday. So be sure to be here. Thanks everyone for joining us. Make it a winning day. We appreciate each and every one of you. Smash that like.